0: Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers, covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host. I'm Coach Polina. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Back to Ladder Talk Live. I am your host. I am Coach Lena, and I am very excited to see you all today. I hope that you are having an amazing, amazing week as we prepare for our wonderful weekend. Um, This week, we have been talking all about taking our lives to the next level, and today is no different. Good morning, Coach Fee. Good morning, Marsha or Marcia. Apologies if I mispronounced your name. Today is no different, but today we're talking about taking our career to the next level. So, uh, for- who are in the hustle and bustle of the um, day-to-day life of working for a company or an organization, I want to talk to you today about how to take your career to the next level. If you're watching this and think, okay, this is a pretty good topic. I need to share this with my community. Feel free to hit that share button wherever you're watching this. We'd love to ensure that more people are heard and are able to participate in in the conversation. So, As always, we start our episode off um, with where we're located and what the temperature is. So go ahead and let us know. I am, again, Coach Melina. I'm in Tampa. This is the background you see today. And the temperature is 73 degrees, and we are in the middle of a tornado warning. So breaking news. (laughs) That is what I woke up to this morning. Uh, But it looks pretty clear and and calm to me. But you know, stay tuned. You just never know what, what could be going on behind us. So so once again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Orlando. Thank you so much for joining you all. We just recently, Orlando and I just recently had an amazing in-person event. We kicked off a new initiative, the Black Talent Collaborative, where it's a safe place for individuals to come and have their voices heard, be seen, uh, be exposed to opportunities that they may not have known existed or that they could qualify for. So, um, be tuned in. If you're not already a part of the LinkedIn group, go ahead and join. Go to the Black Talent Collaborative on LinkedIn for exclusive resources and opportunities to just learn from each other uh, in the um, corporate space and non-corporate space. So I would love to see you all there. So once again, today uh, we've got some more people. Uh, Darian, welcome, who's in Atlanta, is saying it's 53 degrees. Um, hi, shit. Um, let us know where you're located and what the temperature is, uh, if you haven't already, but hi Laura in LA, it's about 67 degrees right now. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And good morning to you. Good afternoon to everyone on the East coast as well. So let's go ahead and dive in today. We're talking about, um, kind of the secret to getting ahead in your career, but the main, main topic is, as I said, you know, what how can we get our careers to the next level we're going to be talking about four things the first thing is how can you use your current skill set to get noticed in your industry we're going to talk about how to hone in on what you need to do so that you can get promoted or hired at a new company how to number 3 how to stay motivated when opportunities don't present themselves right away and number 4 how to get through those challenging times when things aren't as easy as they should be. Many of of, um, my colleagues, my my clients, uh, people that I constantly see on LinkedIn have recently been affected by layoffs in various industries. And so I found it to be relevant that we constantly provide free resources and and opportunities to learn um, how to, again, um, redefine yourself, but also Go forward with um, other opportunities, and and however we can we can help do that. We're going to do that on this podcast. Uh, welcome, Brian is telling us in Cleveland. Ooh, it is forty three degrees. Goodness gracious! And Orlando has graciously graciously provided us with a link to the Facebook, Excuse me, to the LinkedIn group. So if you're watching this live on LinkedIn, you can see that we uh, have that Facebook group link in the chat. Once again, I'm going live on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Entra, Twitter, Twitch, and on... Did I say Entra? I think I said Entra. So be sure to tune in um, in terms of, of uh, making sure you're, you're in the know of what's going on on the podcast. So again, we're talking about today how to take your career to the next level. So number one, how can you use your current skill set to get noticed in your industry? So you you may already know you know, that you have a a current set, skill set, but many people wonder, how can I shift my current skill set into a new career path? So let's say you know how to write well and have an interest in design, right? Maybe you could be focused on being a content strategist or a copywriter or someone who focuses on analyzing data in a You could even become a data scientist or a data analyst. Don't think that just because your specialty is one thing that you can only do one thing. When you're talking about using your current skill set to get noticed in your industry, we're talking about really leaning into your experience, leaning in on what people know you for. Earlier in this week, or maybe it was last week, I tasked you all with writing down everything you're good at. Then narrowing down what can you get paid well for. Some of these things have a nine to five attached to them. So I want you to look at what are the things that you're currently doing. Maybe it should be on a consultant basis, or maybe again, you uh, uplevel yourself and grab a certification or two to be um, in a completely different arena. As I mentioned, a data scientist or data analyst, You've if you're already dealing with, let's say you're good at math, you, you already have that skill set. Let's say you're a teacher if you're a teacher and you're feeling burnt out and you're like, goodness gracious, I want to get into something else, you have an opportunity to go into um, training and development in the HR side. You have an opportunity to possibly even be a strategist in any industry, right? Because you have an, I, as a teacher, you have the ability to look from an overall perspective, not just laser focused on what's at hand, but as teachers, your your skill set is broad, but one of the main things is that you have the ability to look at content and information from a from the bird's eye view, right? So you can see all of the moving parts. That's a true skill set that many people can use in various industries. So truly look at, even look at a, your own job description of the position you have and look at what they say that you do. Look at what they and how do they talk about your experience, right? From a job description perspective and utilize that information as a springboard and to kind of give you a refresher on, oh my goodness, these are all of the things that I do. And imagine the things that are not on the, the, the job description, because there's many times that, you know, we're doing a role. The title says one thing, but we're doing that and many other things at the same time. So I challenge you not only to reflect on what is it that you're you're doing from a title perspective, but what are you doing that you're not even titled for, right? That, that you've been doing this whole time and being not technically, that's not your title, but you still do the work. Start to look at, okay, you know what? I have been doing um, the, the role of an HR uh, generalist, but since uh, the pandemic, they've had you do more, more tasks, more so aligned to an HRBP. Now you need to, to articulate that information in your resume, in your LinkedIn profile. Don't just rely on the title to do the job, because if your title is saying is less than what you're actually doing, that's who you're, that's who we see on the profile, right? That's who we see when we're going into an interview. But if you tell us the story. Right, where you're providing a slash, like, yes, my title is HR generalist, but I'm doing the role of an HRPP. Now we can have a more serious conversation about you joining the organization as an HRPP. If you're putting on your resume, hey, I, I'm just a consultant, but you want a director position, that's going to provide a, an uneven um, skew right? If if someone is looking at your profile and they have no idea who you are, they don't know your story, they have to decide if you're a fit based on what you've told them on a piece of paper or digitally, right? Then you may not be giving yourself the the best, um, you're not going to get the best bang for your buck, right? If, if, if you're not adequately explaining what it is that you do. So for example, I was with the Black and HR last night where I was one of the hosts doing um, uh, hot seat coaching. And one of the contestants um, for the ho- who was in the hot seat, you know, their resume indicated that they were a co- um, coordinator for most of their career, and just recently transitioned into a um, I think it was like a HR associate of some sort. But they wanted to get into an HR BP or a senior generalist position, but her resume did not reflect that. So through the coaching mock coaching session because that's who you presented to me that's the offer i had to provide in the mock coaching session i the person wanted 70 but they only qualified for a more junior position because their experience didn't originally reflect that and i can't get that out of my mind so when you're presenting yourself in the in the uh, space from your re- resume and your linkedin profile you have to make sure those things match because they're going to look back and they say, well, I know you're saying that you're an HR manager, but on here, it just says you're a generalist. I don't understand. And although now you, you'll you say, oh, well, yeah, I, you know, I was doing a manager time, this, that, and the other, and you've got a story, they can't unsee it. And that's going to affect how they treat you in terms of the offer, in terms of the seniority, the level that they bring you in at, all of those things. So make sure that the things that you're indicating on your resume, on your LinkedIn profile, in the conversation reflect appropriately for the uh, roles that you intend to apply for. You have to be mindful of what are what type of positions are you attracting are based on the things that you're saying on your profile. Same thing if you're an entrepreneur. Um, if you're looking for clients, based on the things that you're putting in your profile will dictate what the algorithm will, where the algorithm will show you on the on on the search pages, on on the feed news feeds, and all of those things. So now, it kind of goes into number two, which is hone in on what you need to do next, so that you can get promoted or hired at a new company. So when you're identifying, okay, these are the things that are required typically for this type of position, because typically you should be applying for pretty standard positions that at every company, they, they're they looking for about the same experience. They may have slightly different titles, but they should be pretty similar. Now you need to be able to say, okay, if if I'm looking for, let's say a VP of some, some sort, VP of sales or something, and in the position they're looking for people who have um, dealt with this book of business or um, you know, the entire organization sales is this amount or whatever the case may be based on the job description. Now, everything that is depicted on your resume, everything that is depicted on your LinkedIn profile needs to reflect this person is doing what the job description is asking for. That's why when I do your resume, When I do clients' resumes, I ask them, send me three of the top jobs that you intend to apply for. I want to see three job descriptions. The reason I ask for this is because it allows me to tailor your resume based on the commonality that these three jobs are asking for. That's also why it's important to really know where you want to go, right? If you say, well, I want to be a VP of HR, but I also want to be a sales director, but I also want to try and do marketing. I can't create a resume telling three different stories all in the same place. Those are conflicting. So you need to have an idea of where you're going. Now, these are things, of course, that we go over in my my course and my program and stuff. We, we narrow down where are you going. Sometimes people don't know, and that's okay. That's why we have coaching, and that's why we work through it together to identify where do you want to go. Let, let's talk about it. What does it look like? What are your goals? Yesterday, I had a client call. This is why I love what I do. We talk about where are you going? Where do you want to be in the next 30 days? And then where do you want to go in the next five years? Now we need to reverse engineer. What do we need to be doing today to get you to that title in five years? What do we need to be doing today to meet your goals for the next 30 days? We have real action plans that get you there. It's not by accident. It's by intention and action that's, that's the objective. That's, that's what makes you me your, your accountability partner, because we're not just saying, oh, I want to do this. This is, this is my goal. And this is where I want to go, but you don't have an action in place. How will it become real if you don't take steps to move forward towards it? So that's, these are the things that we're doing in my, in my program. So we talk about, okay, You send me these job descriptions. I tailor the resume to reflect exactly what it is that you need to be saying based on three different companies asking for the same person. It's it's, it's a strategy in place. Sometimes we create resumes for ourselves, but that's not the goal, right? You're not hiring you. The goal of your resume is for somebody else to want to hire you. So you need to write the resume for the job that you want not the job you already have. If you keep writing positions for the jobs that you have, how will you grow? How will you get to that next next position of a level up? Right? If, if you've been doing this, you should be beyond just the manager. At this point, now you need to be a director or a VP, but you can't keep writing for the title of manager. See, when I have my mock coaching sessions with clients, we talk about how the, the layers of an answer, there are three ways you can answer a question, and I've got some HR professionals here, talent acquisition directors, VPs on, in the chat, and they can probably um, attest to this. There are three ways that a hiring manager is looking, or a, a recruiter is looking at your answer. All of which could be the right answer. I'm gonna, if I ask you a specific question, there's a level one, a level two, and a level three answer. Level one is someone who's typically more entry level, more junior. The answer, but that's just how you've answered it that tells me you're probably more junior. Level two tells me they go a little deeper. They're providing a little bit more strategy behind their answer. They're giving me a little bit more in-depth perspective. And level three is telling me very detailed the step-by-step-by-step process they take or have taken to get to that solution or that answer. They're telling me from a bird's eye view, not just a dived in laser focused on that one thing. They're also thinking about the perspective of the entire organization, the entire team, the entire project. There's three levels. Now, many may have the perfect resume, right? You may say, I am a senior director of such and such and I'm just this. And so when you come into an interview, I'm expecting a level three answer because you're saying to me that you're a senior director of this and this. But if you answer at level one or level two, you're telling on yourself because a level three person would answer it this way. So when I do my mock coaching sessions with my clients, they're so focused, they're so accustomed to being in that manager, for example, that one level, one dimensional manager position that they're not answering it like the, like a, like a director, Would be answering the question so we have to refocus and reshift how you think when you're going into an interview you need to put on that hat if it's a director hat if it's a vp hat if it's a manager hat whatever it is if it's a level up from where you are now you need to take that hat off and put on a new hat because your answers need to reflect that perspective because i'll give you an example one of my clients um was a hr manager and was shifting into a director position. When we did, our, we have three um, mock coaching sessions inside of one of one of my programs. And um, the the first uh, mock coaching session, hi Erica, that I participated in with them, they were answering the question very much like a manager would, very um, frontline, very you know level two dimensional response. The question, the answers were correct but they were answering it from a perspective of someone who was not thinking bird's eye. They weren't thinking full aerial view. So when my feedback to the, that particular person, one of my students, my clients was that, hey, you know, we're going into a director role. I need you to start talking and thinking like a director would. If I'm talking about an HR position, a manager is gonna have a lot of frontline access to a recruiting, recruiting team. A director is not going to have the same level of insight. They're going to be thinking a little bit from a from a broader perspective, right? They're thinking they're thinking budgeting and long term view and and all of that. So we need to shift how we answer because that's the person we're presenting. Good morning, Coach Rocky. So when you're looking at a perspective of who you're representing and presenting, remember those things. Not only should your resume and your LinkedIn reflect the position you want, not the position you have, but also you're reintroducing, reintroducing yourself to yourself, but you're introducing a director to the table. Your answers need to speak only director not manager. And for those of you who are in these roles, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's, I'm talking to you. So I want to make sure you get that. So when you're thinking of that, in that mindset, and in that perspective, that's the key. That's the difference between being undervalued and underpaid, and paid adequately and fairly. And of course, negotiating, adding taxes we talk about. So I want you to think about when we're talking about Okay, well how can I use my current skill set? That's that's a part of it. That's a part of it. You have to also reflect on what are the things that I'm doing in my day-to-day tasks that will will help me take my my career to the next level. Right? If you're an HR manager and you're thinking, okay, you know what? I've been doing this a couple of years. I would like to take I'd like to go into that director that director position. I'd like to have more broad you know, scope of company and and all of that, you can absolutely do that. But you now need to shift your mindset, shift how you speak, shift how you communicate, shift how you, how you um, interact. When you're going into these interviews, now you need to think, what would a director think? How would a director answer this question? you got to shift. We're leveling up. That's what we're talking about all week. How can we level up? Those are the things you've got to think about when you're going into these spaces. When you're shifting into a whole new realm, just because, for example, just because you're a teacher, and you feel like, well, I've only taught children and this is all I can do. And I want to get out of this space or I'm a nurse and I only know nursing and this and that and the other. Um, I can't go into a tech position or I can't be that trainer you were talking about. I don't even understand what that is. You've already been doing the job, adequately communicating to your your audience, which in your case would be children and teachers. Many of you are leading um, leading um, team meetings and projects and you know dealing with parents and um, guardians and and things of that nature. you are qualified to do the job but I need you first first to believe it because it is so. it is true. you can do it but you've got to believe in it. Like literally no doubt, literally no doubt. you cannot have a single piece of doubt. if you have a doubt, we sniff that out it's our job to sniff out the fakers but what if i told you just because you don't have what you think is the adequate experience does not mean you're a faker it means that you have broad perspective that you get to bring a unique perspective into the workplace that is only going to make you better it's only going to help your team improve Exactly Erica, if you don't see yourself at the next level, others will not. Uh, other people won't, won't either. I need you to believe, hey, you know what? I I have been a nurse for 15 20 years. You know what? Maybe maybe I could be an analyst because I'm reading numbers and charts and data and I'm I'm literally holding the life of someone in my hands. Yeah, I could probably be a, an analyst. There may be a teeny bit of things I need to learn, but guess what? They're gonna be willing to teach me. I work well under pressure. I, I have conflict resolution skills. I have, I have everything that they could possibly want and more. You had to go into those places, into those rooms where it may be a little uncomfortable. You may have to wiggle through a few people, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, but you belong there. You belong in the front not the back, not around the corner, not peeking around. You belong right there in the front. Those positions are for you. I challenge you to start shifting now. This comes back to what? how are you saying it? Because if I'm a recruiter now, I think outside the box, right? I, I, I can understand. I just told you, I can understand how you qualify for these positions, but there may be other people who don't. So it is your job to either seek support or figure out how to articulate that in your resume and in your LinkedIn. Help bridge the gap to a conversation. Imagine you are on this island of nursing or island of uh, teaching um, at the child level, right? K through 12. And now you wanna get into the corporate space. That's the bridge you're, you're headed to. You've gotta create a clear bridge that they can see you know what? I that I that makes sense. I understand how that could how they can get here and how how they're perfect for this position. Let's give them a shot. You but it's your job to create a resume or a LinkedIn profile that shares that that talks about how that gap that bridge makes the most sense. That's why when I work with my clients and I do their resumes, I have them share with me the job descriptions they intend to apply for because I'm going to create the bridge for them. I'm going to create a clear bridge so that end user fully understands how this nurse could be the perfect analyst. Think of how you can create that for yourself or your audience if that's what you do as well. We want to make sure that we become better storytellers. Becoming a storyteller is going to be the key to every single thing that you do, whether you're an employee, whether you're an employer, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, storytelling is a part of it all. Does this, hopefully, am am I, is this, are y'all resonating with this? Let me know in the chat if this is making sense. I just, I just want to make sure this is resonating with y'all. Now, the next thing we want to uncover is how to stay motivated, how to stay motivated when um, opportunities don't present themselves right away. Right now, we're in a space where it's 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 harder. It's a little harder. It, it's a little bit more complex to get the positions. And, you know, that used to be people were banging down your door. Now, well, is a little drier how to stay motivated. You have to continue to tell yourself, I am one interview away, because you are. You were literally one interview away from that dream job. you were one interview away from those, those clients, one conversation away from no longer being where you are today. What will continue to get there is you keep moving forward. Again, that goes back to the action plan I set up an action plan with all of my clients because I need them to know you've got to take action at every turn, regardless of your, if you're getting callbacks or not, you've got to start taking action. You've got to, that's going to be the, dis- that that's the difference between you and the other person. They, you kept going. They may have stopped way back there. They've not got, gotten discouraged and disappointed and, You got accustomed to the nose, and then they started just not believing in themselves, and all of these things. They are back there. You kept going forward. You kept saying, I am one interview away. I am one yes away. I will keep going. I can do the thing. Every time I go through an interview, I get to practice. I get to practice so that when I get to the right company and the right opportunity, I nail it. I, I uh, take it out of the water, right? I, I do it well. These are the things you have to keep telling yourself. It's positivity that will continue to, to wake you up every morning. It's having a, a positive mindset that's going to have you think, you know what? Yesterday wasn't the best. Yesterday wasn't the best day. I had a little bit of a moment. But today I am doing better today. I'm going out there. I'm applying for these positions. I'm connecting. I'm reaching out to people. I'm not waiting for them to reach out to me. I'm building those relationships. I'm posting. I'm active. I'm doing the thing. You've got to keep doing the thing that's going to help bridge the gap. If I tell you, hey, you know, the, the, the these positions are a little harder right now. There are still positions out there. They're still going to be looking for you. But now you, you have to make it a little easier for them to find you. And you know how to make yourself a little easier to find? Knock on their door. Slide in their DMs. Go to the decision makers directly. Make sure your LinkedIn is ready because they're going to look. Make sure your resume is ready because they're going to look for you. Make sure you're ready. They will call you. Keep practicing. Hey, such and such. Um, I see that you're doing great work in your industry. Uh, it's so I'm so excited to be in your network. I recently applied to this position, rec number, X, Y, and Z, and I would love the opportunity to work for you or I'd love the opportunity to partner with your organization or whatever the case, whatever that looks like for you, specifically your story. Will everybody answer? No. But will a lot of people answer? Yes. Will that move the needle? Yes. What's the worst thing? No, okay, you've been hurt no before. And it didn't hurt you. It was a little disappointing. You may have gotten your hopes up. Hey, Stephanie, you may have gotten your hopes up, but what's one more no, well, let's keep going. We're getting to the yes. Don't wait for your career to come to you. Go out and get it for yourself. I'm giving you real tips. The people out, okay. When we're talking about corporations, The people who are behind these LinkedIn profiles are those people. Now, they may not check their LinkedIn every single day, but they're checking it. And wouldn't you want to be the person in their inbox waiting for them? Yes. Yes. Do it in a manner in which it's relationable, relationable, not um, transactional. Build relationships in these DMs, y'all. Don't just come, please don't just slide in my, my DM talking about hey, I applied to this job and this. Can you help? I don't know you. I don't you don't seem to be qualified sometimes on these. You have to make sure that when I come look at you, you're you're ready. You you have what the role is asking for because I'm ready to streamline you. You only make me look better if I'm in the talent acquisition space. We all have the goal of closing the wreck. Closing that position. We want to hire somebody, but make it easy for us to say that you could be the one. Let it be easy for us, the decision makers, the hiring managers, the recruiters, the sourcers. Let it be easy. Go out there, reach out. Don't just apply and wait. Apply and reach out to the person who posted the position. Apply and look for the, the hiring manager, the, the manager of the position. It's easier than you think. Don't get in your head and think, oh, there's so many, I don't know if I can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I believe in you. We're resourceful. Be in a resourceful state. Don't let barriers block you from where you know you belong. And lastly, how to get through those challenging times when things aren't as easy as they should be, breathe, take a minute, acknowledge where you what you're feeling. It's okay. We, we've all been there. I promise you. We've all felt discouraged. We've all felt defeated. But know that if you have an opportunity to live another day, you have another chance to make it better. Don't feel like you got it. You're pressured into push, 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 push. Mental health is important. If you feel like you need a break, take it. Take it, but please continue moving forward. Don't stop, keep moving. Keep on moving. Where you are today will not last forever. As the song says, trouble don't last always. This, this, this may be a season But as we see in the world, seasons change. Unless you live in Florida and then there really is no season, but you get where I'm going with this. Don't stop, keep going. Surround yourself with the right people who can either help you advance or at least motivate you. If they can't do either, in a season like this, you can't afford to be around people who are going to bring you down, who are going to point out your flaws. We don't have time for that. I believe in you. You need to believe in you and know that this, this isn't forever. We're going to, we got, we can do this together. If you need support on your journey, I'm here. Wherever you're watching this message me directly. I'm happy to help you go to coachmelina.com schedule a free consultation. If you need support in your career journey, you're ready to take your life, your business, your career to the next level, go to coachwelina.com. We can have a free consultation, talk about how we can possibly work together um, and, and make those, those dreams that you may have a reality. If you're watching this and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I, I want to be a part of this conversation. I want to be on the podcast. Go to LadderTalkLive.com. We would love to have you. We would love to have an opportunity to learn from each other. Until then, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. Make it impactful, make it meaningful, make it matter. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachmelina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.